0: Hello, everyone, welcome back to the show and thank you so much for all the love you guys have been giving us till now. So, today this is a recording studio for us and we have Jitesh. Jitesh, thank you so much for taking time out. Let me show you how they have all their portfolio companies. Up here. so i show to you how this all looks like. It's crazy, right? welcome to the show thank you so much for taking time out and uh, today we're
1: going to talk about bloom and your experiences so bloom is essentially uh, we're an early stage venture capital firm uh, arguably one of india's first homegrown uh, vcs we started about nine years ago Mm -hmm. uh, started by two guys karthik reddy and sanjay nath Uh, from that time we've grown multiple times over uh, to where we are now into our uh, third fund, mm-hmm. uh, we help founders uh, at an early stage mm-hmm.
0: to be able to be the right partner uh, during their growth times. Oh, that's great. So uh, I have heard from a lot of founders that uh, Bloom is the most preferred VC out there in the ecosystem. So why is that? Uh, what is something which Bloom is doing differently from the other VCs, why they are most preferred in the ecosystem? So i also
1: I also used to hear the same thing uh, before I joined here last year uh, and and I think I can I can uh, answer that well I, the idea I think is that um, it's a it's a misused word now mm-hmm. uh, which is the fact that you're truly founder friendly mm-hmm. what that really means is that uh, till what level are you going to keep the founder interest first right. as an investor uh, it's very tricky because uh, you have one obligation to your LPs mm-hmm. uh, and on the other side uh, you have the founders. Right. So I think one of the biggest things that Bloom does well as a team is that one, we are a startup ourselves oh, okay. uh, in the sense that uh, because uh, Bloom was built from scratch, mm-hmm. uh, half that mentality exists for us because we know the pains of fundraising because we have to raise our own fund, Right. something as simple as that. Right. Uh, that plus I think just the way uh, the team works together uh, to be able to have founder empathy. Mm-hmm. One f- thing I feel which also differentiates us is that uh, there is hardly any differentiation uh, internally amongst the portfolio. Okay. Uh, in terms of you know who is doing well versus not, mm-hmm. uh, and I think and that comes very deeply right from the partners. Okay. I think that's a core component uh, that no founders. Should feel that there is uh, a difference, I mean, that plays that plays a huge role. Right. Uh, another phrase that I end up using is uh, is true and long-term authenticity. Right. Uh, where like you generally want to help uh, and want to go
0: out of your way uh, to help out. And I think mm-hmm. that certainly is another factor that. We Oh, that's great. Uh, so you mentioned one of the things uh, during our conversation that even VCs have to raise points though most of the startup ecosystem we might know what does that mean but can you throw some light on that that how does VCs raise points at the end of the day? I mean uh, VCs so like it, it looks
1: as I said to on the outside as a very glamorous yeah. glamorous role but trust me it's not. Okay. Um, uh, raising funds for us essentially means that. Uh, for us to put money in a startup, we have to get it from somewhere. Right. Uh, in the start, obviously, uh, you have to have skin in the game uh, to put some of your own uh, as partners and then move forward. Mm-hmm. But eventually, the idea is how can you convince other people to put uh, money in your fund to be able to uh, raise it ahead, That's basically what right. it means. So while uh, the same way startups switch to us, we have an IC and etc. Mm-hmm. We go through the same process. Right. With, even, with other people yeah. exactly it, the even same you way you have to
0: give the returns yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so as uh, whatever you look from a startup uh, the same thing you have to uh, give as a return to the uh, essentially. Uh, essentially. LPs, so LPs, so yeah. we
1: we the pains hence the pains are shared where you have to go through ic processes mm-hmm. with other uh, with institutions or with other folks who have uh, bigger money where you need them mm-hmm. uh, convincing them why bloom is unique convincing them why uh, we'll be able to deliver back so okay it's it's a two-sided uh, challenge in that sense
0: right and uh, you also mentioned in the conversation that uh, helping these startups uh, uh, and uh, not letting them think that uh, you know you are differentiating among the uh, one startup which is doing well one startup which is not doing well so uh, i have heard that uh, within bloom there are a lot of departments helping uh, startups in uh, different ways can you uh, talk about these departments a little bit sure
1: uh I like to, in, in a year that I've been here, I like to call Bloom the full stack VC. Mm-hmm. Um, we are divided in two, three ways uh, as a team. Uh, within the core Bloom team there is the investment team and the platform team. Okay. Uh, the investment team's focus essentially is to do thesis building. Mm-hmm. So now uh, in the current avatar uh, of Bloom we do not do any investment if there is no thesis. Okay. In terms of various sectors like healthcare, agri, etc. So, mm-hmm. the investment team's um, job is to one, do thesis building, mm-hmm. and hence also find uh, the relevant companies, both outbound and inbound, because we get a lot of inbound as well. Mm-hmm. So, evaluating the right companies, why they're relevant, where they f- well it fits, mm-hmm. etc. And then take it forward. Right. Once the investment is done, uh, that role evolves to more of uh, management around what more we could do. So. Whether we are on the board or not, mm-hmm. uh, what what more strategic help is required uh, comes in. That's broadly uh, the investment. Team. We have okay. a platform team internally, uh, which I'm a part of, mm-hmm. where we start to come in after the investment is done, uh, looking after uh, broadly biz dev, core dev, community, yeah. uh, etc. Roles. Uh, that's more hands on. Okay. So, so the idea is that how can you go then deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a sense there's a Chinese wall between the two teams, mm-hmm. between the investment and the platform team mm-hmm. but we work very closely together uh, wherever there is a tactical help required, wherever we need to go deep dive, wherever mm-hmm. there's a feedback to be given back. Mm-hmm. Because for example essentially uh, let's say the lead investor on one company would be working very closely with the founder on Broader strategies around okay, which other country do we need to expand to, etc. Mm-hmm. I will come in when they actually need the operational activity around right. okay, who do we know there? Mm-hmm. How can we go and reach out to some of these people uh, and get the business connects? Right. That's where uh, as as a team we end up working together. Mm-hmm. We also have a, uh, a shared services team called Constellation, mm-hmm. um, which was seated by Bloom but is 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 completely independent now. Mm-hmm. Which is now a fifty member team of uh, CA's lawyers and Hiring folks. Uh, yeah. That was our first platform experiment six years ago, mm-hmm. uh, where they take care of more transactional requirements right. uh, and uh, are kind of experts in that uh, in their respective fields to help early stage founders. Yeah,
0: and there's a stage. lot of help which is, uh, you know, which comes that uh comes in front of the founders that they don't know about uh, what uh, on the finance side they need and stuff and if a vc has a team mm. who can help them that's that's a lot of help at the end of the day because i don't have to run to multiple vendors for that then i have a single point where i can get all the help so thank you sh- so much for sharing that with us uh so within the platform team you lead market development uh, can you uh, talk let's deep dive into that and understand how does your normal day look like
1: so the good thing about it is there is no normal, regular day. Um, broadly, uh, I'll explain to you why this role exists. Yeah. Um, the idea of having this role essentially was that uh, apart from everything else that we try and do at an early stage, mm-hmm. uh, while you know uh, you help with hiring, you help with legal work, etc., how can we start to help with uh, actual sales? Right. Uh, and and it started from saying that you know as a firm we have a fairly large dollar okay. amongst the partners and everybody that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can we really channelize that and put structure to that and mm-hmm. actually make a difference. Nice. What this actually means is that uh, and in every other place, you know, it's very normal for the founder to reach out to the partner uh, one-on-one saying, hey, can you connect me to these 10 people, etc. As much as you want, uh, because there are so many things to do, you would never, you can never do justice to that. Nice. So we started to realize that um, we need a single person whose only job was to do this. Okay. So my job, uh, giving this background, my job is to basically uh, make sure that between our network mm-hmm. uh, we are actually able to make uh, the relevant connect with the ecosystem and corporate network. So I sit in between as like a mini routing manager mm-hmm. uh, where on one side there are sales teams of the portfolio mm-hmm. and on the other side we have our broader startup ecosystem and the corporate network okay. where I try and make uh, relevant connects. I mean, uh, to essentially impact the top line of the quarterly companies,
0: and it, it it makes so much sense that uh, you know uh, startups suffer mostly on these things. Like uh, you, uh, the last line was uh, when you have a constellation team which is helping them in the day-to-day work. Then uh, then sales becomes a very crucial part at the end of the day. And uh, if, if if the VC itself has a team which can help them to connect with the star- uh, with the corporates itself and uh, it helps in a lot of terms at the end of the day so you have been a founder yourself i think twice Uh, so you have founded two yeah yeah, i would say
1: one in college which was just a very small scale but yeah
0: yeah Yeah. and uh, another one afterwards Uh, so uh, you have learned a lot from the founder side and now you are learning from the vc side so what learnings you would want to share with the founders out there in the ecosystem from your learning from both the sides, like you know, I think you you are the best person who have who has a view from both the sides now. So, uh, how does it look? Yeah. So,
1: so uh, that's 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 good to hear. But I would certainly say that I'm still uh, my founder journey has still not been uh, fairly large. Mm-hmm. So, from the limited one that I have had, uh, I think uh, the biggest thing for founders now is to just be sure why they do need to raise money. I mm-hmm. mean. Uh, it's funny sitting in uh, working for a venture capital firm saying this but I think the biggest challenge is often for founders to know the kind of trajectory that they will be subjecting themselves to mm-hmm. uh, if they are ending up raising external money. Right. Uh, I think personally as a founder I did not know what that entailed mm-hmm. uh, five years, six years ago. Uh, and I think that education while it's improving in the ecosystem I would certainly say that is, is very important. Right. Uh, to do I see. I mean, a uh, lot of founders are fairly mature for their age now. We see that some of our portfolio companies are also like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's certainly improving. But I think that's certainly one where there's still like a glamour around. Hey, I want to raise money. Mm-hmm. But you really need to ask yourself why do you want to do that?
0: Right.
1: Uh, and is there an alternative way mm-hmm. uh, which you could continue to uh, survive? Because the the venture trajectory is is very different. You have right. to subject yourself, and a lot of times. I feel startups are not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Half of the education comes from us to be able to do it, but I think it's equally important for, for the entrepreneurs too. to also realize Yeah,
0: that. and I think uh, when I want to raise uh, money from uh, VC or from outside the ecosystem, so uh, they, I should actually have a proper understanding of what i'm gonna do with that money uh, so that is very important apart from that uh, you know what uh, should a founder know before pitching to an investor i have heard few things which i'll share with you i think he should be a good storyteller at the end of the day because it, uh, he has to pitch it to you and if the story doesn't come out right then it doesn't make sense Another thing which I have heard in the ecosystem is uh, uh, they should actually believe in their product at the end of the day because they have to do the sales, they have to do the marketing, they have to build the whole company around it. So uh, apart from that what are some key things and I I will bring it down to you three key things uh, which you think are most important for the founders uh, to actually understand before they come to pitch to a founder uh, or to an investor. So
1: I mean uh, some of them you already shared I think personally uh so just, just I don't look at pitches at all mm-hmm. in the form. Right. I'm very uh, very clear about that. But mm-hmm. from a neutral perspective I think uh just you have to be borderline obsessive. Right. Uh so one of the key things I think is that how mad are you to make this happen? Right. I think one of the biggest things I feel will differentiate a founder is that where he feels that you know what, I really don't care if I get your money or not, I'm mm-hmm. gonna do this either way. Mm-hmm. I think half the time uh, this industry feels that uh, disbalance where the entrepreneur is saying you know what I can't do this without the money. Mm -hmm. I think a big factor also is you have to make the other person feel that you know what hey I'm here to pitch and I'm going to do good storytelling sure Mm -hmm. but uh, this is not the end of the world. I still have to continue uh, working on that. Mm -hmm. That being said I think good storytelling is important. Uh, It's never a polished article at the end of the day. Uh, you have to hustle your way through most of it, especially early stage. Mm-hmm. I feel that team matters equally important mm-hmm. uh, as to why you think you are the team uh, that will be able to execute it better than anybody else. Right? Because uh, given the context of early stage investing, mm-hmm. the team matters more in my opinion. You, you've there have been enough instances of people arguing that the idea was done before or not done before mm-hmm. but uh, it, it ultimately matters uh, who is doing this, right. Uh, right? so I feel that has to come out much better, I, do, I fail to understand half the time the entrepreneurs, the team slides are much later, yeah. it should actually be the first slide, yeah. saying that this is who we are and mm-hmm. this is why we feel this will be important. Everything else I feel can flow, I mean, take a simple example of Slack, Slack was not what it started out to be in the beginning, right? Right. it pivoted after they, uh, raise the money from A16Z and some of these other guys. So mm-hmm. it's it's possible that there will be a pivot. It's mm-hmm. highly likely that there will be a pivot. Mm-hmm. But it's about your belief in uh, in how strong the team is to be able to execute any of that.
0: Right and uh, i think it's really important at the end of the day to understand all of this when uh, we are coming to pitch to investors oh, so thank you so much for sharing that with us so uh, what are few things which you think uh, you know founders are still missing in the indian ecosystem indian startup ecosystem uh,
1: so from a i mean are you asking from a broader ecosystem perspective or just the founders uh,
0: just the startup ecosystem perspective uh, okay. what they are missing at the end of the day uh, the companies or the startups which are there uh, currently in the
1: so I mean, uh, and I'm speaking uh, uh, personally. I think uh, one thing certainly is involvement of corporates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think there is uh, a huge gap, which I hope changes in the next few years, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of how uh, what I call as old economy mm-hmm. uh, is able to adapt and is able to work closely with the new economy, which mm-hmm. is which is the startup ecosystem in terms of collaboration. I think uh, India is, uh, there's, a, there's always been a challenge and to Indian corporates in general, mm-hmm. uh, which I see evolving but it's still a long way from from changing truly, we are uh, personally at Bloom, we are trying to uh, actively change that right. and be the, uh, be the layers in between, mm-hmm. there are enough number of conversations we have in fact, even as recent as last week we had a roundtable around this where we said that you know what mm-hmm. it's great but what are you actually going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's certainly one. The other I think is that um, more public market exits eventually. I think uh, there's always been talk of money going into India but uh, there's not been enough uh, large exits around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always outliers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I think that's certainly uh, a hope that I feel does change. It's it's a… it's it's not a quick fix. Mm-hmm. There's a broader uh, thing, and some people agree or disagree about it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's again something which uh, should change because essentially the idea is how do you create lasting legacy companies? I mean, how do you create another InfoEdge, right? Uh, which which is many decades into. Uh, the business uh, completely uh, listed and now investing in other companies so right. that's certainly I think uh, one benchmark to keep and I personally feel that should change
0: mm-hmm. uh, so uh, last question from my side and I think uh, we have covered almost everything about this startup of the ecosystem uh, so what uh, do you think like which industry or which uh, part of the ecosystem you think uh, is still untapped or uh, there are companies but uh, there's more business to be done Uh, so which particular space do you think is still can still have a bigger larger companies like uh, you know we have Ola Uber so something like that is gonna come out from other ecosystem as well. So personally I feel education
1: uh, is one such area Mm -hmm. Um, mostly driven by the fact that the number of graduates that we have in India, the number of active working population that we will have mm-hmm. uh, over the coming years, uh, there's so much to be done there, there are already people doing a lot of work, mm-hmm. uh, it's an active interest area for, for Doom as well as a firm, mm-hmm. uh, but I think there is much, much uh, more to be done there. Okay. Uh, and hopefully there will be new and innovative models coming out at various stages, so that's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's, it's very personal to me to be able to also see how that evolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, And and I think broader it will also differentiate India uh, largely going forward.
0: Okay. So uh, how do you think uh, this uh, Indian startup ecosystem is going to, uh, you know, how this year 2020 would be for Indian startup ecosystem? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think uh, it's barring any current
1: external uh, factors that are going around in the world right now. Mm I think it's it's we start a decade uh, a decade well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think India is 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 also act, still proving to be a favorable destination. But I think as as an ecosystem, uh, the evolution is important in terms of how we give back and how we really uh, get together. So I'm very excited. I mean, I'm uh, uh, we're all we're all here to move it forward. Mm-hmm. So we really looking forward to our 2020 will be in terms of. Uh, all these aspects and mm-hmm. I think we hope given that this is the start of the decade, mm-hmm. hope that this will set the tone for
0: uh, the next few years. Okay. Thank you so much Jitesh for sharing Any all this with you. us. Anytime. Thank you, uh, you for the green tea. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Welcome and uh, thank you so much for taking time out. Uh, we'll catch up again soon. Thank Absolutely. you. Anytime.